Hello again, everyone. My name is Mike Cisneros, and I'd like to welcome you to another exciting edition of Cincy Brewcast, the only podcast that focuses on Cincinnati craft beer with a little bit of input from some of the other beers around the state of Ohio, the tri-state region, and the nation, and the world even. Uh, Again, I am joined today uh, by... Our blogger extraordinaire, the Gnarly Gnome. Gnome, good afternoon. Good afternoon. And from Brew River Gastro Pub, server, bartender, and so forth, uh, who uh, just finished her second week over there uh, behind the bar and around the tables is uh, Tina Cisneros. Tina, good afternoon. Ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy. And I am uh, saying good afternoon because we're recording, usually we record uh, since he brewcast around 8.30 on a Monday night. Uh, I have something to do tonight, so we are recording in the afternoon, which means we're day drinking, and we're going to get to the drinking part immediately as we have a few of some of the delicious beers from around the uh, Cincinnati area and the state of Ohio. And uh, first of all, let's talk about the insurrection from Rivertown. It's obviously their one of their newest offerings, and this one made quite a splash because they were doing a... 20 uh, 22 ounce uh, bomber of it for just 499 479 Four, if you go to jungle gym 479 <laughs> jungle gym who's always undercutting on price so and uh Noam has opened it up he's going to pour it now this is a single ipa um they are calling it an imperial ipa imperial I, ipa I, so. I think it's coming in at like eight and a half percent um depending on where you're reading uh nice originally on the board at the brewery said nine and a half nice golden orangish color fruity citrus citrusy aroma as we decant said deliciousness into the various flight glasses a nice malt nose on it too i think you can get that yes i do I like it. it. It's very, it's very, very good. And and, and to get something like this, a, a bomber of it for four seventy nine, it's really a, it's really a, almost a game changer, isn't it? What strikes me is the balance on it. You know, it's not, it's an IPA, but it's not supposed to be in your face of the hops. It's you know, it's it, there's there's malt there too, which I think there's a lot of breweries that kind of forget about malt and yeast character, and they just throw a bunch of hops into a beer and hope that uh hope that everybody loves now, it, it is hobby don't i mean it, it, no it's, it's definitely it's a very, hobby beer yeah. it, it, there's but no mistaking it's it. clean and it and it's crisp and it finishes nicely yeah and there's not a lot of aftertaste, aftertaste no. like i've had like we've had with um a few of the imperial ipas that uh, that have come down the pike lately uh this is a brewery that had made a big deal and Lots of talk about doing uh, only sours, or that they were going to go m- go more into the sour realm. So for them to make this kind of a big of a splash with uh, an IPA is uh, rather interesting, wouldn't you say? I think so. I you know, even if you're a brewery that focuses on sour beers or wild beers or whatever your thing may be, I think it shows a lot of respect for your customers knowing. You've built a customer base. You don't want to turn them all off. Like, you know, Rivertown, for years, um, 
had customers that, that that loved some of those you know the, the hot bomber and stuff like hot that. hot bomber little sip of you don't want to turn them off completely you want to still give them something that that makes them come back to the brewery so i appreciate that from rivertown that they're still doing something and are we aware if this is going to be a regular offering or if it's going to be uh, a seasonal offering or occasional or i want to say I want to say it was. It's going to be like a um, kind of a special when we brew it, we brew it, right? Thing, but it will right. come back, and that's. I'm not 100 percent sure about that, but I don't know if they've actually said. Well, it's quite good. Kudos. Um, we will give it a. I will give it a four on a Untapped four. Four. Uh, for Absolutely. sure. My uh, my rating has shifted a couple times on it, depending on if I'm drinking it in a bottle versus on tap. Well, and I find that's kind of I I find that with Rivertown as well, um, that it's there is a difference between if you're drinking it out of the bottle or on tap, um, and so I think it'll be interesting to try this on tap as well. I think it'll also be interesting. Um, Gnome has his magic uh, little uh, his little bottle cooler, and it's quite chilled right now. And it would be very now. interesting. It'll be very interesting too when it gets up cl- a little bit closer to room temperature. What um, what what we've got going on with it? Uh, the bottle says uh, Insurrection Imperial India Pale Ale from Rivertown. The bottle says the rebirth of an original, a rebellion against what was and is no longer brewed, with Galaxy. Citra and Columbus hops partnered with an inconspicuous malt profile. I disagree. Uh, Insurrection is an imperial pale ale brewed to stealthily assault the palate with dry, dank flavors and just a hint of sweetness on the back end. And I think that's a pretty fair description. I like how how clean it finishes, too. Like, it doesn't doesn't really, like, it's not cloyingly right exactly clean and and drinkable yes. i i'm a i'm a big guy when it comes to drinkability i think that's you've got to you've got to want it you've got to want to have it again and so in and in that in that in this particular instance it's it is quite drinkable so uh the next one that we're going to try so that is insurrection from rivertown uh he got it at jungle gyms for four seventy nine. Well, I got I, I bought mine at at the brewery, but oh, you bought yours I, I at the brewery. Jungle gyms. Okay, so four ninety nine at Rivertown, four seventy nine. Uh, if you want to travel to one of the Jungle Gyms locations, uh, and that's in a twenty two ounce. So I mean, this bad boy, and you said eight and a half. Is that what it's? It doesn't say on the, the bottle, but I'm pretty sure it's eight and a half now. Uh, eight and a half, uh, and that that would be a good little pregame right there that's before fantastic. you head out to uh wherever you're heading out this weekend um available wherever i guess wherever beer is sold uh, i would assume everybody's got so, it now uh the next one i'm gonna open it's it's in my uh beautiful orange mad tree growler that i got for my birthday that was gifted to me by our colleague and my daughter tina cisneros and what's inside oh my god oh my god <laughs> Hand me my uh, Braxton uh, flight glass. I'm excited to try uh, this Give one. me... Uh, Here's a couple of Ohio Brewery glasses week. to drink this it is, out of. This is Jackie O's Pilsaz. And as as the name might imply, it's a uh, single hopped uh, Pilsner, uh, hopped with Saz hops only. And um, probably, I've had it before, 
Gnome, this will be the first time Gnome's, ha- Gnome's had it. I, uh, Tina procured it for me on a uh, road trip to Athens. As you may or may not know, everybody in this family uh, is either pursuing or has a degree from Ohio University, except for me. I'm a proud Cincinnati Bearcat. This is the Pilzaz from Jackie O's. Gnome. We and first then, uh, had uh, the Jackie O's Pilzaz during the um, Madtree event that they had at the tap room that was to benefit Jackie O's and the city of Athens after they had that terrible fire on Union Street. What was that? Maybe six, five, was, five months ago? Yeah, December, um, late December, early January. And it was the first time that Madtree ever brought in guest taps. So it's it was been a really sitting, cool event. It's been sitting in the growler for a while. <laughs> but, eh, a week, a week and a couple of days. Man, I'm telling you, it's got, it's it's changed a little bit. I think it's got a little bit more of a sweetness. Sweet, that's what I was thinking. Some of the, uh, maybe a little banana, just a very faint banana, or maybe a little um, like juicy fruit gum flavor. But I, I think it's, I mean, I think it just finishes awesome. It's got just that little slight hoppiness that you expect from a Czech style Pilsner. Uh, I think it's as good a effort at a Pilsner as I've had probably from any American brewery ever. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I, I would, I would be hard pressed to tell you how many American Pilsners that have had craft beer, that craft brewers even make them, right. even attempt them. I know a local brewery here had a very unfortunate attempt uh, very recently <laughs> at, at a Pilsner, not to name names. We don't want to be negative on this show, but this is, uh, and again, Jackie O's. It was on in the tap room when I went there uh about a month ago it was still on when tina went a couple of weeks ago hopefully it'll still be on when i go down there this week for everybody's graduation so uh (laughs) but i mean what do you think of it you're the one that's been anticipating it. it's good it's really it's a lot fruitier than i was anticipating um that might have something to do with how long it's been in the growler that's possible but but i like it a lot it is, isn't it? I didn't. I didn't. I've been playing it up for a few weeks off the air. <laughs> this guy Noam. loves this beer. <laughs> I've been playing it up for a few weeks off the air with Noam telling him how good it is. I hope I, I was hoping I didn't oversell it. So no, it's delicious. It's very clear too. I mean, it's clear. Uh, maybe a little There's bit. A, it looks a little hazy. Maybe a little bit hazier. Maybe there was uh, there was some active yeast left in it, and and it's maybe that's imparts some of the fruity flavor that it uh, has. At this time, uh, having aged nice, a couple of weeks um, in the growler, it's got that nice hop zip at the end, though, to kind of clean it up. Just that crisp the, little, yeah. you know, just that crisp little oomph that you that you expect from, like I said, a Czech style pilsner, and it's really outstanding. I mean, they've done a great job with it. Uh, I think it's going to be one of their more regular offerings. Uh, and <laughs> Jackie O's has and will continue to uh, change minds, change palates. Uh, our interview subjects of our last program, uh, Josh Elliott, uh, in particular from Urban Artifact, said that drinking a Jackie O's beer made him realize that he wanted to be a brewer. Made him wanted to made him want to change careers, if you will. And uh, 
they they continue to do it with uh, efforts like this. Yeah, I'm impressed by this. I'll tell you what, we went up last uh, last Wednesday for my son's 21st birthday, and uh, we had dinner at the Texas Roadhouse there, which is about the only place in town you can get a decent steak, and uh, and they had the Jackie O's Firefly Amber, which I had never had all the years that I've been you going up there. You've never had Firefly I've Amber. I've never had it. Because I know it's I just, been in this house before. I, I look at it, and I, and I say, well, you know, I can get an Amber anywhere. And I had that, and and it blew me away. It, it was it was amazing. I couldn't believe that I hadn't had it, and I couldn't believe how good it was for an amber. There's there's a lot of beers around like that. I think too that um, that we need to kind of shout out every once in a while. Those beers that it's nothing over the top. It's nothing that people are going to run around town yelling and screaming at the top of their lungs about. But that are good solid beers that when you drink them, you're always reminded of that and. Yeah, I'm really surprised you hadn't had the Firefly Amber before because I think that's sort of a perfect example of an amber. When I think of an amber, I'm going to think of a Firefly. Well, and in our special feature that we're going to have in just a, you know, here as soon as we get done trying our beers and going around and talking about what we're having um, from the from the from the beer fridge today is we're going to have a uh, an NFL draft of sorts. We're going to uh, imagine that we are opening a tap room with 22 taps uh and we're going to try to fill those taps with uh various beers mostly from the from cincinnati itself and then some from regionally around the ohio and then maybe a couple of national ones too that we we imagine people coming into a tap room would want to uh would want to try but i've always thought that it's incumbent and, and urban artifact aside, because they're opening up and they're trying something completely different, which is fine. But I've always felt like a tap room's got to come up, come come to everybody with, you know, a good solid amber, a decent IPA, you know, a decent dark beer, whether it be a stout or a porter or, um, you know, that type of thing, and then. Maybe a gateway beer like a blonde or a or a or a or a, a, a some sort of light beer, right. a lager if they can do it, a, a decent pilsner or something like that. Hello, dogs. <laughs> but you know, just maybe four or five really good solid beers that you can walk into a a craft brewery in Los Angeles, California, or Denver, or you know. Uh, Kansas City, all the way across the country, and you can get a decent IPA at just about any place that you happen to walk into. Right. One that you'll go, hey, that's a good IPA. It's solid. It's not going to set the world on fire, but doggone it, it's a, it's craft and it's local and 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 it's and it's good. I'm thinking of it more <clears throat> when we're talking about the craft draft. I went, I'm thinking of it as a as a case of beer. If I'm putting a case of beer that represents what what is good beer? I mean, I look at it from a local perspective. I know that not everybody sits in that same spot as I do, but if this beer represents, be it Cincinnati, Ohio, you know, regionally, even Ohio, you know, the craft beer in the United States, you know, like this is what represents what we're doing. So, you know, you get those different styles. I think that that's what makes a city fun is that not once you get to a certain point, not everybody has to brew everything like there, you know, there's, there's breweries in town that don't need to brew an IPA. There's 
breweries in town that don't need to brew a Pilsner. There's some breweries that do Pilsners really well. There's some breweries that don't do Pilsners really well, and they don't have to. And I think that's, you know, that's where it gets fun too, is that everybody can kind of play to their strengths and build something. That's that's a that's this, that's a very interesting this team of beer. Right. That's a very interesting way to put it too. That not every. Not every not every brewery has to brew everything. Right. They can say, "Hey, you know, we've got this." Really, you can walk in and say, "What do you what What do you What do you guys like? What do you What do you recommend?" And one brewery will recommend their amber. Another brewery will recommend their IPA. Another brewery will recommend a, 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 a porter or stout that they're that they're putting out. So. Right. And not even the same beer every time either. I guess it's, it, I'm sure it shifts seasonally and uh, depending on. Well, and depending on who's drinking it. All right. We've got an entry from Listerman now. What is this? This is their Idle Mild, their English Mild. Oh, man. Which I, you know. I'm a huge fan of that style. everybody brews a mild, and I I think people should. Particularly... uh, I'm particularly partial to Dead Dweller from Cellar Dweller. Yes. Uh, we went there and had it. I haven't had it since we went about a year and a half ago in, in December, and I just loved it. I went crazy for it. So hopefully this is... Uh, We've had this on um, at Brew River for the past couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I think I almost I think I think almost had it the other Yeah, night. and it's kind of funny because I will have the drinkers... What? I lost my. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I, I hear you. <laughs> I can't right. hear myself. Um, we have the drinkers that have asked me, you know, do you have any regular beer? Do you have <laughs> Bud Light? Do you have Yingling? Things like that. I've actually been recommending the Idle Mild to the Yingling drinkers and sort of um, converting them with this. Yes. Because it's light enough. It's, you know, um, it's a it's 3.2%. So it's easy drinking, but it actually has a really nice flavor mm. that you would expect out of a craft brewery. Mm. That's it. Let's let's that malt shine. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I, and, and see, both of these other beers that we've had have been pretty cold, and I think they could probably not so much the Pilsner because I like Pilsner's cold. I think the the Insurrection could have been a little bit warmer. This is a little bit warmer, and it probably could be. A little bit colder for mm-hmm. in my you know for my taste but uh, yes absolutely i can I, I i can see a yingling drinker going gaga over this right yeah and i ask him how do you how do you like it i love it i'll have another so it's like <laughs> look it is possible we can get it's darker than yingling, yingling drinkers to uh to it's it's uh a hell of a lot creamier. A hell of a lot more. There's a lot more there. There's a lot. There's a lot more there. There. There's more presence. There's more malt flavor. There's Great. more nice sweetness. I think. You know, it's almost some a, nuttiness going on too. It's kind of and, like, a, like a candy bar, except not chocolate. Not not even. I mean, they showed it the hot bucket. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they showed the hot bucket to the beer. They didn't pour very many hops in there at all. Um, but my goodness wow wow that's 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 fantastic mm-hmm. that, it just goes to show that you can take a, a session beer a, a major session beer at 3.2 percent and still have all kinds of flavor mm-hmm. and you know if you're looking for you know so many people want to drink light beer because they're trying to you know watch their weight or whatever like that 
doesn't get much better than this. No, I, mean, no. I, I don't I know exactly agree. what the calories are in this, but I imagine it's not very high. And I haven't drank a 3.2% alcohol beer since about 1978 if, or 79. If, if 3 2 beer in 78 and 79 tasted like this, it would have stuck around. Yeah, it, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Give me some more of that, bad boy. <laughs> and that's a perfect thing that it's, it's a perfect. Uh, it's a perfect day drinking beer. I mean, it really is. It's a perfect, you know, you can have one one or even two of these with lunch. Yeah, it's and it's not yeah. even, I, don't, I wouldn't think of it as like a pool beer or a mowing the lawn beer, but sort of, but definitely a sort of, you know, if you're going to stay inside, hang out, I don't know, like as you said, have lunch. We have food um, is what I eat. You know, yeah, right. Eat with it. I yeah. Think there's a lot you could pair with this food wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and during the work day, you can go have a couple of these. With your burger or with your, uh, you know, steak or something like that, and and go back to the office or go back to the job and 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 not be you know not be uh, even drunk, drunk or buzzed or That's good. And thanks to Patrick at Listerman for yeah, getting me to do this one. Nice, very nice. And, and you got that at the Listerman. Um, at the Listerman Tap Room. At the Tap Room. And yeah. that's a growler. How much? That's a good question. <laughs> um, what, are their growl- what are their growlers there? I, I, have, I have no idea off the top of my head. It, I, it, I couldn't even Typical tell growler fill, probably 10, 11, but if you had your I own glass. I want to say they're closer to like 12. 10, 11, there, 12. And what was the Jackie O's? This is a half uh, of the... Uh, I think they charged us $8 for the fill. Okay. Um, for and, half. And you might be able to find it a little bit pricier on the growler fill side, um, just depending on what you get. But yeah, I think eight for the half is what we. And you might be able to find it uh, elsewhere, other other places other than the tap room in Athens, but I don't know where. But they may distribute it around up there in the area. And uh, finally, now we've got uh, something interesting. Our first one from this particular brewery that we've had, and our first one from uh, Indiana. Ooh, in a can. A tall boy. A tall boy. And this is a great crescent offering. And this is, um... Ah, that sound. (laughs) You can tell, folks, we're really drinking in here. There's definitely not any pretending. You hear that? Head fizzing down to the. Tell us a little bit about this one. This is a cherry farmhouse. It's their cherry ale. It's but it's a, and they have two different cherry ales. I think this was this last year's. The year before that, it was a different recipe. But this one's um, farmhouse. This one's a style. 2014 summer seasonal, is what I'm reading on the can. Oh man, it's definitely cherry. I know one. I know one person <laughs> that I know wow. and love that would really be blown away by this, and that's your mother. Yep, that's Mrs. Cisneros. <laughs> she would she would go crazy because she was one of her first, and really for that matter, my first um, really craft beer loves was Samuel Adams Cherry Wheat. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's that's been an entry beer for I'm I'm sure thousands of people to get them interested in something that's got a little fruit in it, something that's a little more uh, or wheat, you know. So, and this is very very nice. And I'm typically not a fan of cherry at all, but it's subtle enough that. It doesn't hit you right in the face, and it just works so well with that farmhouse style. Well, cherry's my right. favorite, so. Um, this really would be a good summer. Mm-hmm. A little yeasty um, nose because, you know, of the style. It's a little cloudy, a little um, unspent yeast in there. The farmhouse style is not one that I typically would pick out, but see, I'm I think a huge, that, huge fan. I think the sweetness from the cherries is what um, makes this one one that I that I that I would pick out. Sweetness, and then just a little tang, as is uh, characteristic of the style on the end as well. So, um, but this is excellent, and it's really <laughs> we've sort of had uh, kind of a. Um, a really strongish, uh, you know, really highly flavored uh, IPA than this uh, Pilsner, which is, um, you know, there's not a lot going on there, but it, but what you what what is going on is really um, excellent. Then again, something not going on a lot, but again, a little bit more than the Pilsner. It's a little darker, a little more maltier with the idle mild. And finally, the uh, Great Crescent Cherry. What is it? Cherry? Cherry Ale. Cherry, cherry Ale. ale. Um, which is almost like a dessert. It's almost like you kind of went from an appetizer, a good solid meal, and then finally a dessert with the uh, Great Crescent. So um, that's our from the fridge, uh, from the beer fridge segment. And, and once again, uh, Great Crescent, Did you uh, where, where did you uh, pick that up at? Um, this one, I either picked it up at the brewery or there's a little um, a little liquor store there in town in Aurora that carries all of... And that's from Aurora, Aurora, so a short, uh, what, uh, depending on where... 35, 40-minute drive, 45-minute uh, drive, uh, maybe from us over here in the Anderson Township area. But uh, sounds like it's well worth it. You visited there. Uh, that sounds like a... That sounds like a a future show maybe <laughs> uh, it's it's a fantastic place it's they do some really neat stuff out there and um you know we'll i'm sure we'll talk about it here with our craft draft but they have a coconut porter that i am absolutely in love with when they when they brew it that's it's, it's fantastic you know, it's not right. a style that you see around town so um in the future what we're going to do with the uh is we've had some requests from some fans out there what we're going to do with our uh from the beer fridge is we're going to try to make a determination sometimes we just uh, hey i've got this in the fridge gnome decides to stop and get something on his way here uh that that he thinks we might be interested in uh what we're going to try to do is 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 plan it out a little bit better and then on our social media uh Cincy Brewcast at Cincy Brewcast on Twitter, Cincy Brewcast on Facebook, uh, and we are going to try to let everyone know what beers we're going to do, and then when the podcast comes on, you can sit and you can taste with us. Um, we would also like to know either th- from Twitter or um, uh, or our Untapped 
the Untapped app at uh, Cincy Brew, at, which is Cincy Brewcast, what you're drinking, and uh, you can friend us, uh, and we'll friend you back on the Untapped app, and we'd like to know what you're drinking. You'll find out what we're drinking, and um, so we're going to try to be a little bit more interactive with our from the beer fridge segment, and uh, hopefully uh, that'll be a little bit more fun uh, for everybody that uh, plays along and listens to us, which. Again, while I'm thinking about it, I'd like to I'd like to thank everybody. We seem to be doing very well on SoundCloud. We've got uh, over a hundred samples of just the previous show itself, and I'm told by some people that are in the know that that is a very good figure. That is an excellent number that we're getting about, and we have been getting about a hundred uh, samples a week. 100 clicks i guess a week uh, in each of our shows we even had a big bounce on our third program uh had over 20 listeners just this last week for the third program which was the braxton program so uh, we'd like to thank everybody that's listening out there we hope we're doing a good job again you can send us an email at cincybrewcast at gmail.com or there on our website www.cincybrewcast.com there is a uh, comment page where you can leave your comments we certainly invite everybody to do that and that will be a way that you can help us make our show better and make our uh, make our uh, contribution to cincy craft beer uh, even even more uh, even more what better <laughs> even more better <laughs> and it, it, <laughs> at a loss for words because you know we'll definitely be up on itunes soon in the very very near future um yes we we're trying to figure that out last week uh, it's a work in progress lots of fine print and stuff yeah know. that's weird <laughs> we had, i think we had a problem a with our, our, our photograph was too big or something <laughs> it wouldn't it's let coming us upload. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're working on it we're you know uh and um Let's see what else. Uh, what's going on? Uh, do we want to do the craft draft right now, or have we? Do we want to talk about some other stuff that might be going on? I know that we did the uh, gnome. Yeah, and, why don't you guys tell me what you did over the weekend? Gnome, I didn't. Gnome I was, and myself <laughs> worked all weekend. So gnome and me. myself were uh, very privileged to be invited to the uh, uh, media and industry night for the opening at Urban Artifact. We might as well wrap that up and. Uh, what I had there, Gnome's, Gnome made fun of me, and that's okay. I'll, I'll try it the next time. I'm there, Gnome made fun of me, and that's okay. But they had their, um, they had the fin, mm-hmm. and they had a, they had two syrups. The fin is a Berliner. They, they're calling it a Berliner Pale Ale. Uh, the Berliner style is actually usually a wheat beer, and it's done in Germany, and it's very light. But what they have at the bars that serve it is a uh, choice of and again I should have looked this up it's in my world guide to beer book downstairs that my the Michael Jackson book that I uh, that f- started my formation for enjoying beer and especially enjoying local beer but uh, they had a, a green one a so, syrups they had syrups they had additional the woodruff green. The green is a hop syrup, I think. Well, the one it's, the one they serve in Germany is Woodruff. It's called Woodruff. It's an herb. It's like a piney herb. I think and then there's artifact has hops. Yes, yeah, so the hop one extract. in Urban Artifact is a hop extract, and, and it, they might have even add a little bit of 
lemon to it or something. But these these syrups are something that is served in Germany with the Berliner Weiss, and they're doing homage to that at Urban Artifact by serving a raspberry syrup and the and this hop syrup uh, that that you can optionally put into your uh, thin Berliner pale ale. And I put the hop syrup in the first one that I had, the, the fin, and it blew me away. It was absolutely, I thought, uh, a completely new, different experience. It was, um, it, I guess, I, I should have a, I should have a shandy one of these days. But I really am ambivalent to the to the shandy style. But I. I guess it's probably as close to maybe a grown-up shandy. Something that, I mean, it was just lemony and hoppy and a little bit more sweet. And it just was, I thought it was amazing. It knocked me out. I'll definitely try it one of these days. Maybe I'll maybe I'll stop there on the way home tonight. and uh, Just a sample size of it. I'm not doing a whole. Had a good about 10-minute conversation <laughs> with Brett Coleman Baker. He they and and also talked to uh, Dominic Marino for a few minutes. Uh, they were they were like proud fathers, <laughs> you know. They had a really great jazz band uh, at um, at uh, Urban Artifact on the opening night. It was a great event. Yeah. I was amazed at um, how many local people came out. We saw uh, Bob uh, Bolas there and from Fibonacci, and they had exciting news too. They are going to open their doors for the first time. Now they won't have beer. Because um, they just got their kegs in and they're still getting everything finished. But on uh, May 9th, they're doing some kind of event in Mount Healthy there called the Cash Mob, which is just around town in Mount Healthy, people trying to trying to earn some, some money. Um, and they are going to be selling T-shirts and um, price stickers and things like that for the first time, give people a chance to meet them and Excellent. and talk to them and see what's going on. From and that's May 9th, and that's a... Uh, 1 to 4 on May 9th. I want to say it's a that's Saturday. That's a fr- uh, Saturday, yeah. It's a uh, Saturday. Yes, it is. It's a Saturday. Okay. Um, and we, so we had a chance to talk to them for a while, and, uh, of course, the um, the Dogberry folks, you know, we had, they were there. and uh, Right. It's it's exciting to see how much stuff is going on around town. It's and the support that I think um, all the breweries are giving each other is, is still fun to see. I don't know how true that is with every city, but um, it's definitely true of Cincinnati that everybody kind of loves each other still. Which is fun. <laughs> <laughs> For now, uh, I didn't just to name drop. I saw Scott LaFollette. I didn't get a chance to talk to him, yeah. but he was there. I saw him. Uh, uh, you know. For, uh, walking around and some um, of the Kenny bloggers and, from, uh, from there. yeah and some of the bloggers and so forth so uh, and it was a good event they they really had uh, quite a few people down there and now i don't know i haven't heard anything about the grand opening on friday they were expecting a huge saw, crowd saw pictures so it looked a little crowded but that's good to see yep and then let's see what else what else did you do anything else so that was thursday uh friday uh the Listerman's uh, Festival was this weekend, but weekend. I missed it. I, I missed was it working all weekend, couldn't get to it. I did make it out to uh, to Pine United Jungle Gyms on Friday a little bit, but what was uh, there? Great Lakes and Fairfield, which um, they had the 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 Red Drum, which is typically I think a a brewery exclusive. So it was it's fun to see that. On yeah, Sapphire that's the one that they uh, brew for baseball season, right? right? They release it. It's called the Rally Drum. Yeah. Oh yes, that was on yeah. that was on at uh, Cat's Eye in um, 
in, was it? in Athens. Yes, did it you was. have it? I did not. It's because good. I was busy having the um, the um, Jackie O's morning cloak. Ooh, mm. I love that beer. Which is, I I I put it in on Untapped as double IPA with a session beer. You know, right? It, it's, that's it's a, a session it's a, beer. It's, it's right. a session beer. It's low alcohol content, but not low on flavor. And and I think hopped like a double IPA. I mean, I think just really. And how do they do it? And I put out something on on uh, on um, Twitter because uh, I was had a little short conversation with Ben over at Cappy's Loveland Cap uh, uh, Cappy's uh, uh, bottle bottle house in Loveland, and he's got it on. He's got it on over there on his uh, growler station. And I said double IPA flavor with a with a session alcohol content how do they do it and i got something back from jackie o's because they were mentioned in the tweet that's it's magic <laughs> <laughs> and it is magic just like the how can you argue with that? so have you gotten have you tried that uh insurrection as it warms up yet i'm on it yeah i i did i i more tropical mm-hmm. in the yep, nose that, that more, galaxy really starts to Come out. Yeah, more more um, um, fruity, fruity sweetness, sweetness in the nose and in the flavor. So yeah, as it warms up, it changes, and that's great. Um, and then Saturday, I went to Brew River. Tina waited on me with our family. I had three. How was your service? It was excellent. Thirty <laughs> percent tip, y'all. It was fantastic. Only thirty. Uh, <laughs> was fantastic except i don't know how is it she told me that it's okay to eat with the fork if it's been on the floor she's because they just clean the carpet <laughs> so i don't know this is not true i don't know uh had three fantastic beers had the um had and two from toxic and dayton and the one was the black ipa uh the name derailed, been, on, derailed fifth. on fifth black ipa and then and that was the first one I had, and then I had the um, uh, the black Azaka, the oh. no, I had the Az- uh, Rheingeist yeah. Azaka Pale Ale. What did you think of uh, the Azaka? I loved it. I, I my 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 uh, my comment on Untapped was any beer that reminds me of Bass Pale Ale from Burton on Trent, not the crap they sell now, but anything that reminds me of Bass Pale Ale from Burton on Trent is fine by me and. It did, and it was. So I really enjoyed it. And but the third thing that I had was black tonic. It is an imperial stout, and it's earned a four and a half rating on Untap from me, which is very rare. And I thought it was probably one of the best beers I've had this year so far. Wow. Probably in the top. Certainly in the top, certainly in the top ten. Pilzaz is in there. That one's now in there, uh, you know. So, uh, and I guess I better start thinking about this kind of stuff in the <laughs> top ten or whatever, because. Uh, but this one's definitely in that in that neighborhood. It was just, you know, I, it tasted barrel aged. I think without having been barrel aged, was not. Uh, it tasted, it, you know, it had that had everything that you expect from a stout in the on the palate, a little bit more uh, uh, hopped than your standard, I guess, stout. But you said that was from Toxic, and, and it Dayton. was from Toxic and Dayton, yes. So and uh, terrific, 
Which, yeah, shout so, out to Toxic. If I, I actually went there maybe in December, um, and it's a cool, it's a cool little tap room. They have aren't so many they beers mostly on Belgian style. Is yes. that right? Um, not. I mean, they do a lot of Be- yeah, a lot of Belgian style. You, do, you can get your stouts and IPAs right. and what have you there. Um, but it's a really cool little tap room. They've got a nice patio. I was there in December, so we weren't on the patio. But um, so it's it's a cool little place. I met those guys at Ohio Brew Week last year. So um, just shout out to them. Cool people, cool place. So if you find yourself in Dayton or want to take a little Dayton road trip, definitely stop by Toxic. Cool. Very good. And we've already been to uh, – I'm glad you got to go there. We got to go to Warped Wing. Yes. Uh, last year at one point uh, which is another very cool place so so if you've i think it, they, there's 12 breweries in dayton now i saw something wow um, just in dayton in dayton wow. i saw something on the i like saw a tweet this week or something yeah there's they're up there at 12 breweries in dayton now well, i think so dayton's kind of following the cincinnati uh coattails and think, really becoming a beer place at some point when we need to reach our tentacles out of the Cincy Brewcast tentacles of the <laughs> giant octopus that we are becoming and uh, reach out to some of those folks up there in Dayton because they're doing fantastic work like I said that 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 black tonic pretty much world-class pretty much world-class I don't think any hopefully I've developed my taste enough that that no one would disagree with me when they when they drank that to find that that was one of their one of the best that they've that they probably put in their mouths in a while so uh that was that was my weekend that was our weekend tina uh you made big money you (laughs) made lots of money okay Um, so yeah big money no not much time for any beer events hung out at madry a couple times but uh they got anything new and interesting over there uh they got the um the uh it's flores muertes it's dead flowers. They had it on last year, mm-hmm. um, saison, but they got a cease and desist from the Rolling Stones. They actually did not, <laughs> but that's the joke I've been telling. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a it's a it's a saison with honey and chamomile. Um, they've got a Belgian double on right now called Rolling on Dubs. Um, and they tweeted out a picture this morning of the stacks of Citra, Citra High ready cans. to go. Oh. Yep. I'll be there. That is my. No, I won't. We'll be no, I won't. We'll be in. We'll be in Athens. Well, I'll have. 12 for you <laughs> <laughs> like i did I on, the, on my champion day that we on our champion day that yeah. we had over there last fall kenny mcnutt still brings it up to me i've started doing a um, event of the week on on, on my blog excellent program. this week is um the very first one it is the citra high release day i think mm. it's uh it's worthy of a spotlight this week it's gonna be fun i'm sure you'll be there i will be there after work yeah i have to work <laughs> i i work at the restaurant but um Hopefully I'll, I'll be off fiction. by nine. What 9:30. is this graduation I hear about? <laughs> Why are we going to this thing? I want to go see Citra High. It's not going anywhere. Oh, it's it, gonna it, it'll, go. It'll, it'll still be there when you get back. It'll be but, gone by the time nah, I get back. You'll it probably have be. a day or two. We'll, <laughs> we'll have to do Sunday Fun Day next week. Oh man, a, a re a, a re, Citra High Sunday Fun Day. A, a, a recap of the uh, of the one day they don't ha- they won't have the Bengals overtime game to no, probably our, not wet our whistle probably not on that one. So yeah, that was the 
the one the, the the Citra High release that they had last fall was the day that the Bengals had that overtime game. So that's what right. we're doing. We're sitting there just drinking beer, watching the football game. <laughs> Next thing we know, I've had you know I don't want to say, but a lot. That's what's fun about uh, overtime at Madrid versus <laughs> at the Bengals yeah. game. They don't cut you off. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh, they didn't call. They didn't cut us off. They saw us coming. There's nothing worse than overtime sitting in a football stadium. Like a little bit hungover, like because oh, you've had a few, God. you've had a few beers, and then they cut you off, and <laughs> and then the only thing that's going around is Budweiser, or Bud Light, or and it's just like, oh no, no, right. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't handle that. Can't do it. Um, well, speaking of football, that's a great. Uh, I think that's a great segue. Um, as many of you, if not most of you, know, the National Football League uh, entry draft for first year players is coming up uh, beginning. Thursday night, and we'll run all weekend, uh, something like six rounds, over 800 players will be selected uh, to come into the uh, National Football League. Of course, the top top two players that they're discussing are Jameis Winston, Florida State University quarterback, and Marcus Mariota from the University of Oregon, who is also a quarterback, numerous, numerous people. Expect them to be picked number one and number two. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals uh, rumored rumored to be uh, interested in selecting a defensive lineman, which would be the first defensive lineman that they would draft since two thousand in the first round uh, since two thousand and one. So we thought that uh, that since that was coming up this week, we thought it would be fun to put together sort of a craft draft, a Cincy craft draft, and. W- w- I had some ideas. I threw some things out about um, about some rules and things like that. Um, one of the, one one of the rules, and I guess the main rule, is is we're going to do mostly Cincinnati beers. We'll have some other beers from some other uh, both local and regional breweries and also maybe a few national breweries but one of the things is that they have to be widely available in cincinnati Um, and then we talked about having a number of core beers uh, which are things that we would have all the time in our tap room Uh, and those have to be available year round uh, so no, wherever we get them from, that you know we can't be putting a you know like even a citra even a citra high for 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 example is not available year round, so we can't make that one of our core beers. But that would be our special teams, basically our specialty beers, uh, seasonal uh, seasonals, um, limited uh, release, limited release, um, uh, maybe even one offs if somebody's got a one off that they really like. Uh, and we we might be able to put in there that if they ever brew it again, we'll we'll try to get a half barrel of it. But um, so I don't know how we wanted to do this. We've had very little discussion. We've about had this. very little discussion <laughs> about this. I, I, I walk I, in this afternoon and he goes, "Hey, do you have your list of twenty two for the craft draft?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> I didn't know that." Okay, so I do now. Uh, we can either do it one of two ways, and that's what's fun about this is because we're not really sure. So we can go one of two ways. We can either take our picks. Thirty one. Yeah. Well, I have I have a big list here too. I mean, we can we can each say our first round pick we can each say that we want to either agree on it or we can just 
Maybe. No, I, I think we should take turns. Um, okay. Make a round as maybe it's our our um, one of our core beers, something like that, and try to get a couple core beers from different styles. Or maybe this is a seasonal round or something like that. Okay. And throw out some rounds that, like that. That's, that's fair that's, enough. We'll do, we'll do it that way. And then we may get through, I don't know, we're uh, 47 minutes into an hour and a half program. Uh, we It may take us a while. We may not completely finish it. But um, so we will say that round uh, the first round we'll have here, uh, the p- number one player will be a core beer, and um, we'll give you the first choice. Go ahead. No, a core beer. Make me start off. Now, this isn't saying that this is my favorite beer in Cincinnati, but um, core beer, I'm going to go with Truth by Ryan Geist, an IPA, available year-round. One of the favorites of everybody who tries it. On my list as well. Um, it, I had, it was I on had, my I had list. Written yes. down in my my list of core. So, so now, but we have to cross that out now because right. we can't pick that anymore. So I will cross that out. Um, went, went from going to a golf course. You know, you get your golf, you get your cart beers. You know, going to a golf course and saying, "Do you have anything craft?" And they say, "Well, I got Yingling." Uh, well, <laughs> it's I've not got, asked. Well, I've got uh, Blue Moon. Uh, well, I've got. But from from that to last year at Glenview, they had Truth as one of their craft offerings that you could get in a can and take out in the golf course with you and drink so that tells if if nothing if nothing else that shows you how far craft beer has come in just the last two or three years whereas being able to go there and not even get it to be able to get problem and it is it's one of the favorite beers in town it's one of the best beers in town i have no problem with that tina uh let's do a core uh again for uh uh, for our second pick. Um, okay, I'm going to go with uh, Madre Identity Crisis. Mm. It's called Identity Crisis because it's not sure what it is. Is it a hoppy porter? Is it a black IPA? Um, I think it's one of the best of the best in town. Um, really unique, really delicious, really drinkable, and good for you know people who like dark beers, good for people who like hoppy beers. Um so I think that's... They put everything else in a damn can, but they don't put that in a can. <laughs> I don't get it. I'll never get it. That's part of the... That, that's got to be now, part of it, I think. I did have a discussion with somebody um, maybe three or four months ago about um, Mad Tree's upcoming bottle line that they're doing, which you know we've just seen recently that the, uh, the Access Monday will be their first one that's released in their line of bottles. Can't name names. I can't tell anything else other than if everything goes well, we could see some identity crisis in bottles. If everything goes well, wow! Now, excellent. We'll see if that actually. We've heard that before, so we'll see. We'll see. Okay, I get to pick number three, and I am going to um, pick here, and and this player has shot up the draft board. 
over the last just two weeks since opening since Cincinnati Reds opening day, and uh, in in and I, I could pick another one, but in the uh, in, in the interest of balance, and because I'm a big fan of these this style of beer, uh, the number three choice is going to be Taft. Taft's Alehouse Mosaic Lager. It's a good pick. It shot up the draft board. I went over there and had a glass of it uh, the day after opening, after they opened on a Tuesday, after I had um, spoken with uh, Brett and uh, Josh at the Urban Artifact and went down. I says, I'm in the neighborhood. I might as well drop down, down and check it out. And, man, it's something else. It's- it really is an amazing beer. It's really fantastic. Did you get a chance to try their um, the coffee? The, uh, not the coffee. The uh, chocolate, the Maverick chocolate porter. I did. I did. Oh goodness! That is the called the. I screwed this up. I'm trying to write them down. That is the Rookwood Rookwood mosaic mosaic porter lager. L- lager. Lager. You said porter. What's their their IPL? Yes, uh, and that's at Taft's Ale House. Um, their partnership yeah. with um, with Rookwood down the street there, who did their steins too. I don't know if anybody's got a chance to see those steins or got a chance to buy one. They're they're pretty cool. Yeah, it um it's a it's a pot belly shape like William Howard Taft evidently was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was. The handle of the stein is a mustache. Wow, they're they're pretty neat. It's, that sounds awesome. awesome. It's it's pretty different than the other. Stuff I don't know why I haven't. Does. I don't know why I haven't seen it. Uh, but anyway, okay. So next we go on. So that's um, uh, that's and that's really a raw rookie there in the uh, number three slot. So Definitely I think is. that's a big uh, a big thing for them. Uh, all right, let's pick uh, let's pick a spe- let's pick a specialty. Let's go to our special teams and pick our pick our specialty uh, pick a specialty seasonal. And we've got a good balance there in our core. We've got an IPA, we've got a hoppy porter, dark beer, and we've got a uh, India Pale Lager. So, uh, especially seasonal. I'm gonna go a little, little off path for my um, my first special teams pick. I'm gonna go with a blank slate beer, and I was torn between two of them. And I guess you could consider almost everything he does special teams because they're never really consistent when they're on tap but that's kind of what makes it fun but um my my see i'm torn between three of them now <laughs> i'm gonna go with his oktoberfest beer turn for the worst oh okay the, Interesting. Um, sausage spiced oktoberfest beer which i think is not only a neat idea but very very well executed and um you know something that i think our team needs So that would be an Oktoberfest sausage spiced, sausage spiced Oktoberfest. That's important. It just sounded unappetizing to me. And it's delicious. <laughs> it's like, um, I don't want to drink a sausage beer, but it's pe- not the sausage flavor. People that, flavor people that, that I would never imagine that would like it, liked it. I did not try it. Um, I just wasn't in the <laughs> mood, I guess, or whatever. 
uh, which just goes to show you, you should maybe you should try it if you didn't, you know, even if you don't think you're going to like it. So, Absolutely fantastic. Excellent. Well, that's a real, that's a real, uh, uh, that guy, what's he like, do drop kicks or something like that, that player? Or what's he got to <laughs> kick and kick, uh, you know, can kick from his, <laughs> with the backside of his foot or something? He's okay. actually coming off of a baseball career, I believe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I, you're on the clock. I, I'm, I'm, I'm we don't have time. Now. We don't have uh, um, what's his name here. We don't have uh, Boomer Boomer uh, uh, Berman here to t- sit and bullshit while <laughs> we got to keep going here. Okay, I'm Maybe going next for it. I'm, go- I'm going for Spry. Spry is number two. I think it's the best beer in Cincinnati. I think it's the best beer Mantry makes. I think it's the most delicious, the most drinkable. Um, I equate. Every year, Spry release day to Christmas, opening day, my birthday. One of the best days of the year. I love that beer. So the second pick and the fifth overall. So I keep picking Madry. I pick what I know. Spry. <laughs> and that is their spring uh, rye. Very good. All right, come on. You're on the clock. Okay. Um, I got to. Well, I'm writing these down too. So, uh, so specialty, uh, a specialty beer, uh, and uh, would be the uh, third specialty beer, and the sixth overall is well. <laughs> uh, I would say, of all the ones that I've got on this, uh, on this. thing that i've written down that probably i would pick uh, mount carmel brewing company summer wheat uh fun and hoppy and light and uh again only seasonally available uh it's comes actually comes around probably in mid May <laughs> and sticks around for about mid July. So it's not really a summer beer. It sticks but, around until but, July when the pumpkins but, come out. Um, <laughs> so um, the summer wheat, um, I, I had never had it before, and I drank some of it last summer, and it blew me away. I loved I f- it. I forgot how good it was. I was out there, I guess last couple fridays ago and i forgot how delicious that beer was and so that was the first day that they had tapped it so well i better drink at least one and man that's a that is a good beer and isn't you know that's something you were talking about it before and 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 it doesn't only only happen to uh, mount carmel but it just seems to happen to mount carmel and me because you don't think but you just forget about it sometimes you forget about some of the ones that mm-hmm. they have and that comes on and like you know we had the good friend the old the 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 regular ipa come back on a couple of weeks ago and it's like god where have you been you're so good (laughs) i love you so much so uh uh, so anyway well that's good so that's me that's that one summer wheat mount carmel third of the specialties six pick overall uh we'll go back to the core beers gnome you're on the clock all right core beer now this is a newer core beer that um, is something a little bit different from Rivertown. I'm going to go with Divergent. Nice. That was on my list too. Was not on my list. 
Oh, by the way, I need to let's see. I'll cross that out. It's something very different than anybody else is doing. Right. It's yeah. It's something you can find year round all the time that isn't common among Cincinnati craft breweries, especially. Um, before we had like urban artifact or and I, th- I think um, it represents a big part of what Cincinnati not necessarily what they are at this moment but what they're going to be in the next couple of years some of these um, some of these beers that that's a sour it's a Berliner, Berliner Weiss yeah. um, it's got it's sour um, a little bit it kind of tastes to me like red or white wine but like in beer form I think that's a that, yeah. A little bit like sweet tart. That's a good me. one. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. That's um, fair enough. All right. So for number five, core, I am going with uh, Nutcase mm. by Listerman. Now, see, I had that in my specialty. No, that's year round. Well, I know, but I. I you have I, Nutcase I, with raspberry jam I look in at, your specialty. I, I, look at it as, I look at it. I almost look at that kind of thing as a specialty, whether they have it year round or not. Nope. But. We're going with Nutcase. All right. What do you like about that? What's not to like? It is delicious. It drinks easily. Is that considered a porter? It's, got, it's the peanut it's butter a nut porter. Case peanut butter porter. Um, the bottle art is cool. It's a peanut in a straitjacket. <laughs> <laughs> shout out! Shout out to Tommy Long for that one. Brilliant, um, brilliant art. <laughs> uh, it's just good. You get that peanut butter flavor. It's almost kind of like drinking a a Reese's cup, but. In beer form. Here we are with the candies and the beer. You can't you can't argue with that being a good beer when it wins a medal at Great American Beer exactly. Festival. And it can't not make the list. All right. Very good. All right, you show well, us what a core beer is supposed to be. <laughs> well, I'm going to... And I mentioned it earlier, and I'm going to be the first one to go go off go out of cincinnati and that's okay and we've discussed it because we drank it here and i feel uh, we drank the their the, their particular uh brewery here many times and so i'm very proud to make the number six core beer and the number ninth pick overall from jackie o's brewery in athens ohio firefly amber blown away by how good it was never had it before but based on my drinking of it the other night it's got to be in there it's got uh, again as you guys were saying it's got a lot of things that people would like it's our first amber on the board it's our first uh, 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 it's just got just a little bit of that hop enough of that hop that people will say hey man this is really something different and it was and it is it's pretty different too if you think about it so um proud to proud to pick jackie o's uh and uh proud for it to be there in that spot uh okay we'll go back, back to, to the special special all right i'm going back to cincinnati because that's what i do bring it back down on um, 32 and that's right <laughs> i'm gonna go with a brewery you haven't picked yet you're a religna shut up one of no misspeaking one of the older breweries in Cincinnati and they're not really that old but well they are the oldest brewery in Cincinnati I'll go that far I'm going to go with Christian Morline Zeppelin the Bavarian Pale Ale 
That's well, that was brewed for Bunbury a couple of years back, correct? And then was moved to a, a seasonal because it's so freaking delicious. Okay, I am going to go with if you consider Nutcase a um, a specialty seasonal, what have you, then hopefully you will agree with me with this being a seasonal because we're not quite sure yet. I don't think. Um, I'm gonna go with Blown Gasket by Braxton. All right, very good. Mm-hmm. Our first another rookie, I guess you can say. It's uh, a good question on that one too. If it's gonna right, be. yeah, because I had it, you know, when they first opened, and then it was off, but then I saw that it was back on again earlier in the week or something like that. So, um, so we're not sure. I, I think we, we they had told somebody that it was gonna be like seasonal. Yeah, I think it's seasonal. Um, but. But it was also really popular. Right, so. yeah, kind of adjusting to the ma- demand. So I'm just going to throw this on here. Also the first Braxton pick. And I just fell in love with that beer the first time I had it. Very good. Uh, our sixth um, our sixth specialty beer and our 12th beer overall, which puts us that actually last beer put us halfway through the draft. By the way, that was our that was our eleventh uh, choice overall. Are we doing twenty two, or should we go to twenty four so everybody gets a pick? Yeah, let's do math wise. And that's two cases. Makes sense. So that makes sense. That's two cases one, of beer. So, right, one case. That's one case of beer. Oh, geez, what the hell? What's Somebody's wrong? not shopping for cases enough. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well. I'm, I'm again. I'm proud to mention this thing. We've they've they've got a few choices in this draft. Um, we've had a couple of choices already. I'm going to pick another one. Uh, I think this is this is both a specialty and a seasonal pick. Um, proud for it to be our first bourbon barrel aged draft choice of the uh, 2015 Cincy Brewcast draft beer draft craft beer draft. <laughs> Draft craft Dra- beer craft draft uh, from uh, Mal- uh, from uh, Mad Tree Brewing, bourbon barrel aged Axis Mundi. Mm. It's hard to argue with that one. The first of the bottle series. It's also three picks for Mad Tree. Well, one of at least one of us here is very at least one of us <laughs> and probably two of us here is very intimately. Uh, you know, very intimately acquainted with the place. So, uh, but well, I mean, but you can't argue that every one of those picks is solid. Absolutely, sure. we're not homering here. Don't think like Madrid is the best in the city. You can get out of my face. I'm just kidding. Are and that back is to a, a core pick for this next one. Yep. All right, core. Again, I'm going to go a little bit off kilter for this one um and this this may be putting us a little stout heavy but i'm gonna go with the stout from a brewery that kind of made a little bit of news this week when we learned that they had a little bit of a buyout and a new brewmaster coming Uh bad tom and i'm gonna go not with their russian imperial stout which is delicious but with their black kettle stout which i believe is a "Quote unquote core beer of theirs, um, and delicious if you haven't tried it. Um, tell us a little bit more about since we're on the subject um, of the uh, of what's going on at Bad Tom. 
there's not a whole lot of news. There was just um, some word on their Facebook page that they um, have two new owners and a new brewmaster coming. And we don't know who that brewmaster is yet. There hasn't been an announcement, but um, it's going to be some big changes for the brewery, whatever that means. Excellent. Awesome. There'll be more news in the coming coming weeks, I guess. Okay, our eighth um, core beer and our 14th pick overall goes to Tina Cisneros and you like? Mount Carmel Brewing Company Imperial IPA. I think it's actually a sin it hasn't been picked yet. Um, I One of the best beers I've had ever. Yes, I mean, in, in a sense, we're just trying to do some, I was, you know, we've all, I think we've all been very smart and trying to do some balance and do some stuff. And we had a couple of IPA. IPA. This is our first Imperial the, IPA. Um, That's a fun Imperial IPA too, because it, I, as it gets a little older, it actually still tastes really good. Mm-hmm. And I think people don't talk about that enough. That if you have one stashed in the back of your fridge and you try it six from six months from now, it's not going to be a bad beer. It's actually going to be. As if it will last that long in my fridge. That's, I mean, you gotta. <laughs> Without trying. Okay. Well, on uh, on my uh, core pick, which is the uh, ninth core overall, 50, or ninth core pick, the 15th uh, overall draft choice, <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and pick another rookie. Um, and uh, had it the other night, raved about it. I raved about their first offering that I was able to try. But really, and I think a lot of people can, and a lot of people did rave over the Harrow from Urban Artifact. But I think the fin is what's going to make people really, really nice. dig Urban Artifact. So for our ninth core beer and our 15th pick overall, I picked the fin awesome. uh, from Urban Artifact. List. It was on my list as well. Another rookie. Uh, and this one is the Berliner Pale Ale. And don't be afraid of the hop syrup. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's talking to you. All right. We special go back to teams. our specialists again. Special teams, special teams. Goodness. I'm going to go... With a Listerman beer, which to go along with, well, yeah, I think this is Listerman. The um, the White Death. I'm pretty sure that's a Listerman and not a triple digit. Yeah, that's, like, yeah, that's their, like their seven, winter seasonal. Six, six and a half, yeah. seven percent, somewhere around there. Yep. And it's a, I, I appreciate anything that has, any bourbon barrel beer that has a bourbon flavor, but that you can still drink a couple of, mm-hmm. and um, the the cinnamon that they add into the uh, the White Death. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Absolutely, it's it's, it's fantastic. All right, um, number eight on special teams. What number overall? Uh, this is the uh, this is the A special and seventeenth pick overall. We are going to go with um, Ryan Gay Sabretooth Tiger. Mm. That's on my list. Just a just a good beer. It really is. It's just delicious. 
which we also drank on the very first episode of Cincy Brewcast. Yes, we did. Oh, memories. <laughs> that's the that's that's the stout, right? It's a stout. Porter? No, that's the Imperial IPA. IPA. Imperial IPA. Okay. Hey, man. The one, the one I modeled my hop statue after. I'm very bad. Sometimes, getting old, man, sucks. I like for my for my pick one that I really um, that I really like a lot. Um, that I think a lot of people probably would um, would not necessarily agree with. Um, it is another dark beer. Uh, it is another uh, choice uh, from Rivertown, and that is the Sour Cherry Porter. Mm. Which is on tap right now and should be out in bottles very, very, uh, well, very soon. Well, I'll definitely get one of those. I just, I had it the other night. I had, a, I had it again the other night. Finally opened the bottle. Um, and it's just incredible it's so it's so damn good um back to the core we love it i hope this isn't boring for everybody I hope everybody's enjoying it. We're having I hope, fun. I hope everybody's going through when they're as they're listening to this and going, "Oh man, that's crazy!" Or, "Oh no, you, you know, you're wrong." Or, and of course, when when we get through and we get everything picked out, we will have that. Uh, we will put the list on. It will appear both on Cincy Brewcast, and I hope it will appear on uh, gnarlygnome.com. Absolutely. Uh, and I just wanna, so I, I just want to ask a quick question about the rules. Because we've got our, our core local, we've got our uh, seasonal local, and then I was told to write down a few national. Are we going to do like a couple little, like two rounds maybe? We of, could do of, a of we, national we at could the end. We could do a uh, round. Uh, we could do, we're at 18. We could do the last we each, round. We got six picks. You're not going to see the gnome pick a national beer. <laughs> not even one? Not, not even, even one. Wh- There's not one national beer. No. Wow. Unless unless Rivertown counts as national, they can distribute down to Florida, right? Yes, <laughs> they do. I saw it in Delray Beach. All right. Well, look. Last round can be wild card. Last round we'll, we will do wild we card. will do wild card. So so um, the uh, so we will have one last round of core beers. So number tenth of the uh, number. Uh, let's see, number uh, seven. Of our core beers and number 19 overall goes to Gnome. I'm going to get this is, is this core beer? Yes. All right. Going to go with another brewery that hasn't been picked yet. Some local guys that are brewing some really fun stuff. Um, Dogberry. All right. Very good. Wildfire IPA. All right. Last minute change for me. I must put the um, the Hop Springs Eternal in there, but um, I think the Wildfire is a fun IPA that doesn't smack you in the face of an IPA. It, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't make um, the, the. There's a lot of people that are afraid of hops. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that. Um, uh, I think Dogberry does a really good job of of taking hops mm-hmm. and putting them into a beer in a way that it doesn't turn people off. Mm-hmm. 
and wildfire is the perfect example of that for me. Well, I had that. What was it there? Um, they, they called their Kolsch. Uh, the name escapes me because I'm so terribly... Uh, on the aisle, maybe? Uh, but they had... I don't recall the name of it again, but they had their Kolsch they, they hopped, hopped like a pale ale. And the best Kolsch I've ever had. I don't like Kolsch. Kolsch, I think, sucks. Generally. <laughs> it's on the aisle. But, uh, but the yeah, on the aisle... Um, But I like that. All right. Okay. Oh, goodness. There's like three very different beers that I'm trying to pick from right now. I think... All right, I think I'm going to venture a little bit outside of Cincinnati. We are going to Dayton to pick the Self-Starter Session IPA by Warfare. I had that down. I had that down too, man. I had that down. Because it, it's one of the best beers ever. I love it. It's not very pretty to look at, though. It, um, it's sort of cloudy. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of floaters. But, but it's tasty. Delicious. <laughs> well, um, so then I'm very proud with the uh, 12th core beer overall and the, 20, uh, and the 21st pit overall to go with another little guy if you will uh and i'm gonna go with the beer that i drank uh several of when i was there and was very impressed with it and really enjoyed it uh just from the standpoint of being drinkable of having a a great flavor of being uh just friendly all around and uh that is the um red from old firehouse in williamsburg Code three red. Code three red. All right, so we on to the wild card round. Are we on to? These are the last three picks. This is the wild these card? are you know in the National Football League the last picks of, of the draft w- would be called insignificant. <laughs> <laughs> these but, are not uh, insignificant. <laughs> these are not insignificant beers we can pick whatever we want we can pick now again since we're i'm just saying i'm picking national because i could pick i mean there's some beers that i have had around the country that have been amazing but you can't get them here so it has to be a beer that you can get in cincinnati if you pick an if you pick a quote-unquote national beer it has to be something that's available in Cincinnati on a regular basis that you can find, that you can get the distributor to get you a half barrel. This and, is, and this is for our hypothetical bar, tap room, what have you, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm really, really proud of my choice. I'm picking this one because if somebody comes into my hypothetical bar, tap room, and it's in the middle of the summertime, and they are getting ready to go sit by their pool and they need to fill their growler because this hypothetical bar... Offers growler pills. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you can't not have this beer. This I drink many, many gallons of this in a summertime. And it's going to put Mad Tree really far ahead of everybody else as far as how many beers we've picked. But it's Soul Drifter. Nice. I have to try that. I've always oh, described it as... Drinking a session IPA in a field of strawberries. 
<laughs> the strawberry is subtle enough that you're not you don't feel like you're drinking a fruit beer, but it's there it's present enough to know that that's what it's their amazing. intention was. It's it's a that's, great beer. That's my go-to summer beer. My wife drinks a whole <laughs> bunch of watermelon wheat by 21st Amendment. Ooh. That's that's an outfit that I love almost everything that they do and I and I, I haven't even really thought about them. Okay, so I'm more of a uh, baseball fan than a football fan. Um, so I'm going to come out of left field here and pick out Original Sin Cider. It's a cider is a beer. A cider is a beer. Time out. I'm telling you, if I were to open my own place and I didn't have a, a cider for the cider drinkers, I would not That's a different draft. That's not a beer. No, it's a beer. Okay, fine. Whatever. Uh, we're going to go with Founders All Day. I'll take that one. <laughs> I wanted to do a cider. I am a fan of ciders. Well, that's proudly, a whole... Look, that's a show we can do. Happily, that's, I love ciders. I don't blame you, and they're okay. And, I, and in fact, there's some of them that I've, that I've had are quite good. In fact, I've had a, had a couple over the weekend. That that one that, you're, have, that you have down, on the, down there right now at... Uh, at, at, at Brew River is one that I would drink. Then there's there's a wonderful. Speaking of Athens, Ohio, there's a wonderful called Cider House in Athens that has some fantastic stuff that they're doing. That's a show. If we want to do a cider show, we can do a cider. Let's show. do a cider show. It is craft enough cider. and small enough, and I mean, I I say it's okay. If you want to do a cider show, I'll I'll take a cider show. Do you want to do a, a cider let's show? Do a cider okay, show. Let's do a, a cider show next week. But it's not beer. But it is not beer. It is not beer. It's not beer. Okay. It has to have, beer has to have grain, hops, yeast, okay. and water. It doesn't okay. have any of those, no, none of those things have, none of the ciders have grain in them. Right? Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. So Fine. the 23rd choice after some heavy controversy. Corrected. Can you imagine that the, the, the Cincy Craft Draft has gone into controversy mode? But here we are. Okay, I'm not mad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't believe I oh, I'm stuck with the last. Oh, here's, here's the with girl. the last pick pit. The side. No, we no, get no. It. We get no. It. I thought no. about. I actually thought about saying it, but then no. I, I stopped myself. No, there's been a little bit of a, a I, an uproar this week about women in craft beer, I and proud, it's got me thinking. I proudly like ciders, and I'm I, I'm not. I was going to make that judgment. <laughs> well. I'll tell you what. I think as we go down the list and I look at, I mean, we've only picked one other beer from this uh, local brewery. Uh, and this is something that I've, now, now see, I look at this. And then I look at a couple of other ones that I think about. And then I think about... Oh. I'm actually copying. I'm looking at your list just now, and we have a lot of similar ones as far as core beers go. All of my honorable mentions, actually. I'm just trying to go through. I think we've picked. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna pick. I like this beer. Uh, we have not picked one from this brewery today. I really like this beer. It is a local beer, uh, and uh, I really enjoy it. Um, and uh, it's a specialty. Um, 
I don't know if they're going to did it um, last year, and I don't know if they're going to do it again. But I'm going to pick it anyway. Uh, it was uh, on tap in their tap room, and uh, but I, I had it in a bottle, and that is the uh, 50 West Our Mother's Advice bourbon barrel aged out of the bottle. We haven't picked the 50 West beer. I was just thinking that. And uh, so... Um, my 50 West top pick was Punchy in the IPA, though. I was uh, Coffee Please. Mm. I had Coffee Please on there. I also had Cost Nar Cost, mm. which is the Belgian IPA, which is pretty damn good. I also had their Moving um, Violation on my list. Um, I was thinking of uh, the, what was the, I didn't write it down, but their, uh, the Shootout. Death Valley Shootout. Death Valley Shootout. Yeah. That was a solid one. Um, that's, I just want to. That's twenty four. I just want to take a minute to give a couple of honorable mentions. Ones that I, I got a few too. Sort of wanted to. I wanted to. We'll, wanted we'll call to it. Let's pick. Uh, let's pick uh, two each on this, and we'll call it the Taxi Squad. All right, that's fair. Tina, go. Um, I had. Uh, do you want me to do one at a time? No, just do two, your two picks. We're uh, running up on uh, an hour and a half, and uh, we don't want to. I'm going with um, Braxton Sparky and Triple Digit Chacao. Both were on my list. I just I I, I, I think this I think the for me the Sparky and the uh, Mount Carmel Summer Weed are, are so similar that I didn't want them. I don't think I wanted them both on the same. And and then you said Chacao. Yeah. I, I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how you kind of. No, I'm gonna throw out um, a couple brewers we didn't mention. Um, Paradise Brewing over on Beachmont Avenue. They're all American IPA, and of course, can't forget Eight Ball down in um, in Newport there with um, the Reincarnation. Their Bourbon Barrel Golden Ale. Golden, all right. And I am going to go with, um, I mentioned it earlier in the show, I think it would be short shrift if we didn't, uh, I didn't pick it. Uh, it's an English mild. It's the Dead Dweller English mild from uh, Cellar Dweller. It's an awesome beer. And... It, it, it's 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 i'm i'm kind of torn because i'm looking at them both and i'm thinking uh, uh how do you leave how do you leave either one of these off any any kind of a really top cincinnati beer list but it's just one of my personal favorites and the, the one i get every time i go down there and that's the uh christian Moorline uh, northern liberties ipa oh yeah i had that too and it was in a big tie with Roebling Porter, which there's. I know there's some people that'll look at us and go, "What the fuck are you doing? You can't put Roebling Porter in a, in a list of now uh, thirty <laughs> beers. You can't put Roebling. You can't put Roebling Porter. What the hell been, is wrong with you?" It would have been my next core beer choice, honestly. 
Mine would have been. So let's go down the let's let's go down the line here. We'll go through uh, our core beers, then we'll go through our specialties, and then we'll go through our taxi squad, which is our sort of a second uh, wild card. Those are the ones that if we can't get a half barrel of the first twenty four, we'll definitely go for a half barrel of the other ones. Um, The first uh, the the number one overall pick was Truth by Rheingeist. I don't think anybody could. I mean, you can't argue that one. You could. I think you could possibly interchange psychopathy with that. But that was my number two. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so, the second was uh, Mad Tree Identity Crisis. Uh, the third was uh, the uh, pick by me was the Rook Red Wheat again. Uh, Gnome picked first. Uh, Tina picked second, and I picked third in each round. Uh, my uh, my first pick uh, overall, and the third pick was uh, Rookwood Mosaic Lager from Taft Taft Taft's Ale House. Uh, then our specialty, uh, especially uh, seasonal beers. Uh, number one, fourth overall was Turn for the Worst, uh, Blank Slate uh, Sausage Spiced Oktoberfest Merzen. Uh, Tina's uh, second pick, fifth overall, Spry from Mad Tree. Uh, sixth overall pick, th- uh, third in the specialty uh, category, was the Summer Wheat from uh, Mount Carmel Brewing Company. Then uh, overall, seventh, Divergent from Rivertown. Uh, eighth nutcase listerman ninth firefly amber from jackie o's uh tenth which is more specialty beers number 10th overall uh zeppelin from warline uh, bavarian pale ale uh, 11th was blown gasket porter from uh, braxton brewing 12th was barrel bourbon barrel aged x monday uh from mad tree uh 13th overall uh the black kettle stout from bad tom brewing Number 14, the Imperial IPA from Mount Carmel Brewing Company. Number 15, the Finn, a rookie from Urban Artifact, uh, the Berliner Pale. Uh, the 16th, which is the seventh overall in the specialty category, White Death, uh, Bourbon Barrel Age Winter Ale from Listerman's. Uh, number 17, an eighth specialty overall, Saber Tooth Tiger, Imperial IPA from Rheingeist. And number uh, ninth uh, specialty and 18th overall, the Sour Cherry Porter from Rivertown. Uh, number 19 overall was Wildfire from Dogberry Brewing. Number 20 was Self Starter Session IPA from Warped Wing. And number 21 was Code 3 Red from Old Firehouse Brewing, their Red Ale. Uh, finally, our wild card, which you could pick a national beer if you wanted to or, or not. Uh, the number 22 pick was Soul Drifter, the Strawberry uh, Pale Ale from Mad Tree. Uh, number 23 was All Day IPA from Founders. And number 24 was the Bourbon Barrel Aged Our Mother's Advice from 50 West. And finally, we picked a 16-player taxi squad. Uh, Braxton Sparky, Listerman Chacao, Paradise All-American IPA, Reincarnation uh, from 8-Ball, uh, Dead Dweller from Cellar Dweller, English Mild, and Northern Liberties IPA from Christian Moorline. And we will have our entire list on cincybrewcast.com. And, and on the gnarly gnome.com. And on the gnarly gnome. And I hope we didn't bore everybody with all of that. That's a heck uh, of a tap line. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think that you'd have anybody that would come in that couldn't find anything that they didn't like. Unless you know? they like ciders. We can go next door. <laughs> Here, let me go to the men's room and fill a cider up for you. Oh, God. Oh, oh. oh God. Ooh, ooh, that's a cider here. No, seriously. So we're going to do a cider show. We made, we promised, and uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of good stuff out there in our 
in my manifest or my treatment, my manifesto or whatever you want to call it for this program. You know, there's craft cider, there's craft uh, bourbon, there's craft uh, soft drinks. Even uh, there's there's a wide range of discussion when we when you talk about craft and things that you can do with this uh, with with craft um, beverages, and you know we're willing to do it all. The, we like it if it's local. If it's not, well, you know that's a discussion we can have. But certainly, uh, I think that. Um, you know, I, and I think we've got a good representative list. And I'm a stats guy. I'm a weird, you know, I'm a, so at some point I'll put, well, we had four from Madtree and we had two from this one and we had two. So, well, but I think you know. looking at it, um, you know, we've got a lot from Madtree. We have a few Ryan guys. I don't know that there's anybody, town. I don't know that there's anybody we left out um, that's um, widely distributed left, and we available. Left out, we left out Great Crescent. Um, um but I mean, you can kind of, you know, Madry, Ryan, guys, Mount Carmel. You can kind of tell what are sort of the most popular around town based on our draft, completely unintentionally. Yeah. But um, it's Let's, really interesting. I mean, we it, talk it, it about. It will be interesting to do the math and see. Well, exactly I mean, what and we, we talk about okay, who didn't get picked? You know, you talk about that and. The first one, obviously, that sticks out is psychopathy. I can't believe nobody decided that we well, were going to put I psychopathy. Well, and I had, you know, on. I had Citra High on my, my, my. It's at the top of my list here. If you if you look at this list, you can see it, it says mm. psychopathy. It's, it's at the top of my list. It's number two on my list, right under truth. So uh, Mount Carmel Stout didn't get picked. I also had Mount Carmel Coffee Brown. Well, Coffee Brown was Gnome's pretty like high that. on my list. Yeah, uh, Roebling Porter Roebling. didn't get picked. Panther from Ryan Geist. Uh, Panther Panther did not get picked. Uh, one that I had down that's as probably as good as anything you can get in town today is the do uh, the Taftale House Gavel Banger. <laughs> you know, See, I had their saison. Just don't have how about how about this one? How about this one that did not get picked, which is annually the best. I think the best or one of the best, and annually incredibly popular. Thunder snow. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a specialty. That's a specialty beer. Um, there were no pumpkins that got picked. There were no pumpkins. <laughs> or pumpkin. There was no pumpkin. There was no. Um, but I'll tell you, a lot of my ones that I got, another one I had down that didn't get picked that that probably should have uh, or or could have is uh, was the blank slate opera cream stout. I had that I, as well. You know, that's a, that's one in there. Yeah, um, I was struggling with blank slate with um with my pick. It was between the um the out and about their goza, mm. the um shroominess, hopper cream, and then of course turn for the worst. Well, I think I think the best beer they've done. I mean, I like I like fork in the road and I like moving on, but I think the best beer they've done lately is that orchids goza. I haven't, I haven't tried it yet. Oh, jeez, guys. That's well, a, you were there. Why yeah, didn't you well, get us a growler? No. <laughs> Um, national beers that I had written, the recording. National, <laughs> national beers that I had written down on my list: uh, Bear Republic Racer Five IPA, Six Point Bengali Tiger, Left Hand Milk Stout. Um, we discussed the to- we dis- discussed the toxic brewing uh, er- earlier in the show. Uh, how the, how I didn't let that the black tonic get on my list somehow. Uh, Brew kettle White Raja, I had White Raja, Seven Sun, Humulus Nimbus, Yellow yeah. Springs Zoetic Citra, See, I had Yellow uh, Springs uh, Captain Stardust Saison, Jackie Jackie O's uh, Dark Apparition 
is another one that kind of 50 West Coffee Please you mentioned. So Great Lakes, Lake Erie Monster, which yes. for, for me is a story for another show, but. Um, I still think that's a, the that's Lake Erie monster that's, story. Yep, that's a you want to tell the Lake Erie lyric. monster story? Well, I don't want to tell it. No. And Noam's going to pour me another Listerman's uh, Idle Mild, which is uh, very, uh, very wonderful of him. Um, so how are we doing? So, so well, we're we're uh, a little bit over an hour and a half in our uh, in our in our in our show. I think. I mean, I love this. I enjoyed this. It was, I mean, yeah. it, it, that's it, one of my favorite shows it, we've done. Gives me a really good idea of where everybody's coming from. Gives me a good idea of what everybody kind of likes. Um, um, Once we edit out that cider stuff, I think oh god, okay. I'm not editing that because I don't oh want to edit. God. I don't want to edit this week. I just want to put music on the front and back, and we're going to be done with it. Um, we we got we started to get ready to get into a discussion. National beers, no. You gotta, you gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta come to meeting here at some point. What, what? Uh, I mean, I understand your your focus. My my opinion is real clear on this. There is plenty of really really good national beers, but there's also a whole bunch of really good local beers. You don't need to drink anything that's not from your neighborhood anymore. And I, I have a hard enough time keeping up with stuff that's brewed in my in my backyard. Agreed. I I don't need to drive anywhere to buy some beer that was brewed across the country. Anymore. Well, I agree. When I was kind of making my little national list, I was like, I don't even drink national beers anymore, really. This is a hard. Maybe that's why I went with cider. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think there is a place up in in Lebanon, maybe that's um either I don't know if they're open yet, but they got to be getting close to. So just cider so yeah well and it's kind of funny because when i was in when i went to michigan back in january there were i did 15 breweries in three days and i'd say most of the breweries that i went to had a cider option so that they did themselves yeah so in michigan at least there are uh, there people are doing craft ciders within the craft brewery well they're an apple state of course ohio is an apple state I mean, but there, Michigan is a huge Apple state. I mean, much more so than we are. So, I'm just saying, it's don't be surprised. Organic. If, I'm for just them. saying, don't be surprised if it's the next thing down the pike. It's still not beer, okay. and it's still not beer. Fair enough. <laughs> but we can do a we can do a cider show, and uh, you're you can spearhead that. Okay. You can be the executive producer of that uh, program. <laughs> sure, got it. Anything else going on, guys? We uh, I know we we discussed, we touched on some stuff. We discussed a few things. We, you know, um, I think it was pretty big uh, news that came out um, last week, around the middle of the week, about Brewery X, the big uh, multi-million dollar project that was uh, slated for the old pump house in Eden Park, uh, coming down, and and basically the city government. Uh, after the mahogany's debacle, basically the debacle, basically saying we're not going to throw any more bad money after good, and uh, we're not going to give you more money. We're not going to renegotiate your deal, and but you don't know. You don't seem to think that that's that's the end. The end of the story with them. I don't, th- and I think it'll be interesting to see if they can work some kind of a deal out. This may be just part of their um, negotiation process. 
Or you could see the city turn to somebody else and say, here, we've got this building that already this much money has been put into. It's zoned for a restaurant or a brewery. We want a brewery here. There's got to be a bunch of people chomping at the bit to open up a brewery in Cincinnati. So it, we'll see what happens. I think that you'll eventually see some beer in that building one way or another. And that's, that's my opinion at least. Um, that's, I mean, that's actually good news. I mean, I, I think it's, I think everybody was really hoping for, uh, you know, for that project to come in. It's, I mean, it's, it's a, a it's a perfect spot in the town too. It's yeah. in the park. It's, you know, it's, 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 you know, among one of the most beautiful places in the city of Cincinnati. So I would can imagine that they would want something there that's going to turn over some tax, you know, some tax money and some, and, and, and be, be a, be a destination spot i can't think of anything better uh to put in a spot like that uh than to ride this sort of um, this to, to ride sort of this big uh, wave that's going on with craft beer there was also a little bit of um of news about a washington park we all love yes know, i heard something mentioned the, about the, washington the park. changes about washington park that's happened in the last couple of years you know we went from um you know, five years ago, you had, you know, homeless people. It was a homeless encampment, basically, yes. And, you know, whereas now you look at this park and it's there's always stuff going on. There's music. There's there's people. There's, there's food, a parking garage underneath trucks, it, for God's whole, sake, which is amazing. The whole thing is parking. It's beautiful. Um, they are getting a, um, a new pavilion, which um, I think it's just north of the dog park there. Um, you've got... Uh, Ryan Geist, Mad Tree, Taft's Ale House, Christian Moorline, they all kind of teamed up and invested in this pavilion, um, which will serve beer and have a big deck outside. So during the summertime, you can, you know, go down to the park and, you know, whatever's going on down there, be it a, you know, a concert or anything like that. You can sit out on the deck, have your beer, you know, watch what's going on around you. It's it, it's a neat, neat shift for Cincinnati, a neat new thing that um, ah, it's going to be awesome. Just being able to sit outside and drink a beer. Over the Rhine has become just uh, from less than 10 years ago being a place that no one wanted to go. No one wanted to be caught after dark, for Christ's sake. And now it's one of the main meeting places in Cincinnati, especially uptown. You know, back before... um, Great American Ballpark was built. That the people in the uptown section up there mm. knew that they needed something. They knew that they needed. You know, Jim Tarbell knew that there needed to be something going on uptown. Not so much, you know, on Fifth Street and south of there to, to the river. And finally, I guess three CDC and 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 some of the other community organizations and the city government finally realized that they needed to have something going on north of fifth street and the casino uh all the stuff that's happening in over the rhine and now washington park uh just incredible uh, just incredible growth and and something that that was an eyesore in the city 10 years ago is now a part of the of the pride of Cincinnati, and uh, even though we're all 
Noam is from Fairfield. I am from uh, here, live here in uh, Mount Carmel along with Tina. We're all proud to live in Cincinnati and to call it our home. And I've always been a great believer that, that if the core is not any good, what's on the outside is not right. is is not as good as everybody thinks it is and thank goodness that there have been a lot of people in the in the city government even the past city government which a lot of the stuff that they did and and have done and we're still paying for and they and they're doing uh had a vision and they had the nuts the balls it might you know to put it bluntly to do, even do some of the stuff and then, of course, the people at 3CDC and, and so forth um, have turned, have turned a, a, like I said, a part of town that no one wanted to be caught dead in, especially after dark 10 years ago, into a place that everybody goes to now. Right. And, uh, and everybody down there in, in Cincinnati should be very proud of it. And everybody that lives around Cincinnati should be proud of it. And I'm, you know... Sorry to soapbox here, but I'm you know, one of these guys that oh I'll never go down there and oh I'll you know I don't I don't ever go downtown. Why would I ever want to go downtown? Why would I ever want to leave Westchester or Mason or Loveland or you know Highland Heights or wherever the hell it is? If you don't and you're not, I can't help you because you are missing some of the best. Dining, drinking, not just craft beer, but incredible cocktails and liquor and and you're missing a great a great casino, you're missing a great uh you're missing great restaurants and entertainment and I you know, like I said, if you can't get off your ass and get to downtown Cincinnati, I can't help you. It's it's the soul of what the city is. It's starting to come back out where it was dormant for so many years. It's it's really fun to see. I saw a picture somebody posted on Twitter, or Instagram, or something a couple weeks ago. They were doing construction on some building, and these windows that they had bricked up for years along the street that they were finally tearing all the brick out and putting these, you know, restored windows back in them and stuff, and just bringing that soul back to the city that for so long was was bricked up and was lost because. And so much, so much of it back in the day was built on brewing and beer and 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 the beer barons of cincinnati and and um it's so nice that there's a that there's somebody there are people that have gone back and went out and decided to embrace that and and bring it back and try to make try to make downtown cincinnati and especially over the rhine someplace that people want to go and that's the the next couple years are going to be really fun for the city it's going to be um, it's going to turn on a dime and be completely different from what people are used to. Well, there's going to be hundreds, if not thousands of people coming from all over the country to Cincinnati to visit this summer for the all-star game. And if they're for the major league baseball all-star game, and if they're not, it, if they're not planning a trip to over the Rhine, to some of the great restaurants, to some of the great breweries and even out, beyond downtown Cincinnati to even places like Mount Carmel and right. to urban artifact and to, and to uh, mad Dogberry. tree and Dogberry and places like old that firehouse. old firehouse. They're barking up the wrong tree. I mean, I hope that there's a, there's a really good um, amount of people that decide to, uh, that they want to check out what Cincinnati has to offer craft beer and entertainment and dining wise. Cause it's, it's good as it's it's getting to be as good as anywhere that I've ever been. 
Absolutely. I used to go to towns like uh, even Cleveland a couple of years ago. So I wish Cincinnati a place like this. Oh, and, and Indianapolis several years ago. Oh, that's so cool. And now it's starting to be that way. Right. And, and it's, it's starting to be a... It's developed in such a, um, a a genuine way, too. Like, I've been to cities where it it almost feels artificial, like it was you know, designed to look like this, designed to feel like this, and it's been spray-painted over top of the landscape. It doesn't feel real, whereas Cincinnati is... I mean, it is this city has fought to be what it is today. Well, there's so much. Why do you think that they like to come here and do period pictures? Because right. there's so much architecture that's left from even the turn of the century all the way up to the mid, you know, to the mid nineteen, you know, nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties. There's still enough around here that looks like it's from the old days. That right. uh, we haven't been so quick to tear everything down. Um, here in Cincinnati as they are maybe in some other cities. So anyway, that's our soapbox. <laughs> Is that a new segment? Well, I don't know, but it's just, you know, uh, we were discussing it and we got on the, we got on the tangent and, and we think, I think it's something, I think it's something that has to be said. Um, I never, I never could account for people that were so, I mean, everybody in, you know, everybody in Cincinnati is so provincial and thinks right. that Cincinnati is just a, best thing and it is but there are some people that are like that like i said don't want to leave mason or loveland or you know uh westwood or any of these places well, i don't i don't have to but i i think that's i just think that's small-minded and, and garbage all right C- cincinnati's a city that's built of neighborhoods and of communities and th- that's what make Cincinnati different from everybody else is that you do have your tie to where right. you, where you're from, you know, but at the same time you're still from Cincinnati. Right. That's, that's different than all and, the places. And as we mentioned, what's in the center of it and it, it goes for it goes for Kentucky too. And they've right. got some good destination spots now. They got they got the party source and the gate ball and the and the and the new rift dis- distilling and there's Braxton over there and there's a few other ones that are starting to pop up. Right. And, and it, their their restaurant scene odds. So all that stuff is, is so important. The center, what's in the center is so important. And, and and I never could account for people that thought that it didn't mean anything for anything good to be happening downtown. I just never understood people that could think that way. So anyway, right. uh, so I think that uh, wraps it up. What uh, do we have anything else that we uh, are interested in or have a? I did, um, and we can maybe save this actually for another show because it's not quite developed yet. But I did just see something from. Our friend Brew Professor, friends, right? We can be friends. Mm. Um, <laughs> don't growl, no. <laughs> um, it is, is it a his tweet. post on the uh, the Freakers? No, it's a tweet about um, three new beers are being offered this year at Kings Island: Banshee Brew, Diamondback Ale, and Beast Rock. So it doesn't mm, say who's. Beast Rock. <laughs> it doesn't say who's going to be. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess more. This tweet is directly from Kings Island. Um, it doesn't say who's going to brew it or what the any of the details are. But I just was going through my feed and saw it, and so thought I might say something about it. Well, I mean, I think there's a lot of people that thank God every day that they serve beer at Kings Island. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll tell you what, uh, you know, the last few I mean, years going there and they have a Christian Morline beer garden there. That's, that's, it's a fantastic place to hang out, especially if you've got, you know, your kids are off riding some ride that you don't want to be on. You can sit there and have a beer and, and what, you know, but well, no, that's good. And see, again, that is a tribute to the explosion of craft beer. Exactly. And you can say what you want about Chris, you know, about Moreline or or you know, the national craft beers or 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 even or even ABI and 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 what they purchased as far as Goose Island and some of these other uh, craft breweries that, that Anheuser-Busch has, has has bought or whatever. But that is as much a tribute to craft beers and that you can go to Kings Island and you can get a decent beer. And finally walk around the park. With and it. walk around the park with it. I mean, years ago, you couldn't. I mean, years ago, that was it. I mean, you know, you, if you couldn't get a beer, and then you get a beer, but it was a whatever it was, a, 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 fizzy, a fizzy American light lager. Now you can get a decent beer at Kings Island and walk around with it. Or you can drink, don't drink like it, six Beast and then, Rock. Beast Rock. Which is, don't drink six Beast Rocks and then ride the Beast. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only advice I have for that. Uh, you feel like you got rocks in your stomach. <laughs> like spell all of the Beast Rock. All over well, for a show, well, for a show that we didn't have anything really prepared for, we we're almost two hours in. So yeah. I think we've given our all and our best to our listeners out there and we're so proud that everybody listens happy that and so happy that everybody uh, decides to take part of their week and download us or put us on their uh, uh on their soundcloud app or just uh just uh, um, go to our website and link to soundcloud and listen to it there or however you listen to it download it or whatever uh and so we're very happy with that uh we will have some idea of what we're going to do next week but i think uh, i have a uh, a uh, interview with uh, Bob Bolas of uh, Fibonacci Brewing. I think we'll probably put that up next week uh, in our show, and uh, we'll discuss a lot of other stuff from uh, the Cincinnati craft beer scene. And I'm sure that we will get some comments and some commentary and some interest in our uh, craft draft that we uh, went through today. So, um, uh, gnome at the gnome.com, correct? Perfect. Perfect. And Christina Cisneros at the uh, Brew River uh, Gastropub. Absolutely. And that's on Riverside Drive. Give us the address and all that stuff if you want to. Uh, I don't know the address off the top of my head. Um, on Riverside Drive, kind of directly between Eli's Barbecue and the Montgomery and Boathouse, about uh, seven minutes from downtown. If you're down there for the Redskins. Seven game. minutes from downtown, seven minutes from, uh, two minutes from Columbia Tusculum. Right. Seven minutes from anywhere, seven to ten, fifteen minutes from anywhere on the east side yep. of Cincinnati, uh, uh, the 20, southeast side. 20, 23 beers on tap, mostly local, um, some national, some regional. How many Always ciders? Always delicious. One cider on <laughs> tap at the moment. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but I'm there all the time, so. Come see me. And my name is Mike Cisneros. You can uh, follow me on Twitter at B-I-G-M-R-C-I-S, at Big M-R-C-I-S, Cincy Brewcast at, at CincyBrewcast.com, Cincy Brewcast on Facebook, fan page, and friend us, please, at uh, un on Untapped. Cincy Brewcast is our name. And uh, friend us. We will friend you back. And uh, with that, 
we Instagram. Think it, Instagram. Hey, I posted the second Instagram oh, photo during this broadcast. <laughs> all right. Very one. Tell We're all your there. friends. Everybody you know. Yeah, them. tell all your friends to listen. Visit us at www.cincybrewcast.com. You can find all the links. You can link to Gnarly Known from there. You can find all the links to all of our shows. And uh, we will have posted um, additional content, uh, including our uh, craft draft from today. And so with that, we thank everybody and join us again next time on Cincy Brewcast, giving Cincy Craft a voice.